Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart... I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. Trendsetters. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. Let's crack a can, mate. A can of better beer. Yep. Jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. <sighs> Going to be pounding a few beers over the next uh, next few days, bros. Um, For a week of it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, CTC, thecountrycompanies.com. That's where you go for all the awesome designs. The knuckler has ready to go. And, of course, countrytruckercats.com. If you've got a design that you want to put on a fucking lid, that's where you go to do it. And remember, Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the Alpha Blokes listeners across his whole website. Use the code word Blokes at checkout for a fucking discount. And, as per usual, let's hear from the big fella, the knuckler's proper true yarn. Strap it, it's time again for Knuckles Proper Trion. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, 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 Good yep, 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 God help them fuckers, I got a fight in January. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Proper Tree Yarn time. Um, big Knuckler, Gimpy Muster. Walking around, filming a few proper tree yarns from fuckers anyway. These uh, boys told an absolute rip snorter. They said their mate, he was going hard. Fucking had a full bend in him. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's on the dance floor about one in the morning. Next thing, bang, shits himself. Oh. Full hits cloth, puts his hand down, feels it, yep. Full fucking pants, full of turd. Anyway, he goes, ah, oh, well, it's only one. They're still kicking on. So he just left her. Oh. Dances on, dances through the whole night, dances with his fucking missus, then completely forgets that he's shit himself. So he goes home with the cook, um, rolls around in it, takes his strides off, still forgetting, rolls around, jumps on mum, All the wakes up in the morning and the whole pop-top camper, there is just turd absolutely fucking everywhere. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> What a fucking unit. Like they said he was that para, he fell asleep dancing on his missus on the dance floor during the fucking session. Like, anyway, I know you've never been drunk enough to you shit yourself, but have you been drunk enough to you shit yourself and then forget about shitting yourself? Anyway, that's me proper tree yard of the week, boys. The missus must have been belted too to oh, smell it. I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like him himself, yeah, whatever. But how did the missus not go, cunt, you reek of shit? Yeah. Um, that she sent that through. Yes, we have. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, now we have a second proper true yarn this week, and it comes from the one and only Mrs. Cambodian. 
<laughs> yeah. And it stems off the back of the Father's Day. Yeah. Apparently I left something out. Yeah. <laughs> so get, get this in here. Cameron Ross Lowry, I've got a bone to pick with you. Um, I was sitting in the office doing some work when I heard you discuss uh, Father's Day and advise everyone that you were in the pound. Now, you didn't elaborate as to why you were in the pound for Father's Day. Um, so let me give some insight as to why. Now, Saturday afternoon when it all unfolded, Cam very well knew that I was unwell. Um, decided to go into the shops and get me a few things. Lovely gesture. Now, Cameron uh, forgot to get half of what I requested, including his daughter's meals. Um, then decided to pull into his mate's place on the way home for a quick, uh, quick drink. Quick drink being three drinks. Um, then decided to come home. Uh, and upon coming home, he decided to tell me that it was going. He was going out to a mate's place for a few drinks. Um, and that I should take my daughter into my parents' house um, because he had made plans. Now, my husband is a perfectly capable father um, who can put drinking on hold for one night. But no, 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 Saturdays are more important, even though he goes to UFC for six days. Um, now, he told me he was going to be home by 11 o'clock that night. He wouldn't be hungover for Father's Day um, and he was going to catch a taxi. So 11 o'clock rolls round. Daddy ain't nowhere to be seen, is he? So, what do I do? Mummy calls Daddy. Where's Daddy? Daddy's at a hockey after party. Now, Daddy don't like hockey, and Daddy don't watch hockey. Or Daddy don't play hockey. So, why is Daddy at an after party for hockey? So, I've gone and picked him up. Now, he's copped a bit of abuse. Uh, he's blind as shit. And when I said to him, Oh, well, you're just drunk. You said you weren't going to be. Oh, I'm not drunk. Anyway... So he slept on the couch. Um, and then Sunday morning rolls around and he is as hungover as shit. Now he says he's in the pound. So he thinks he's not he's not in there anymore. But let me tell you, Dal, is that you are very much so. Now you've got three days until you get put down. Make good choices, honey. Make good choices. That was worth the wait. That was. I'll text her and tell her she's done well. Three days until you get put down. Until you get put down. Well, yeah. Fucking hell. Daddy don't like hockey. <laughs> Daddy don't like hockey. Daddy don't watch hockey. Daddy don't play hockey. What's Daddy doing at hockey? <laughs> oh, well done. So there's, that's why Cambodian was in the pound. Mm. I could tell it better than the, the gal so, yeah, pick your battles, lads. Mm. That's right. You'll work your way out of it, though, mate. You'll get out of the pound. You always yeah, do. Sweet talker. Yeah, that's right. You're a yarner, mate. Oh, no. Talking about yarning, what's the rest of them got for us? Yeah, that's right. Cambodian picking today. So bring your fucking A game. And Quino, firstly, how do people get involved to win the carry-on hat and the better beer pack? Send a voicemail as an e email to MP as an MP3 in an email to <laughs> carryon at alphablokes.com.au. I fucked that up. I apologise. Um, yeah, keep it under two minutes. Don't send us five-minute yarns. We simply won't listen to them. Mm. And awesome. thank you to everyone who sent extra ones this week. Yeah. We're doing a double up. So. Also, people still don't understand that you win the flap cap. They're not for sale. And then when we do our live events, there is a different version for sale. And that would be the only time for now that we've sorted out. Yeah, that's right. Loud and clear. Stop right. inboxing me. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> Thank you. Let's have fun. Inboxing. <laughs> Three, two, one, go.
just finished my last week of work. I don't have work on Monday. I have beers tonight. I have beers tomorrow. I have beers the next day. And whenever the fuck I want to. Because I've just finished work. Woo! Got a brand new CTC hat at home. Got the footy prize giving tonight. Got the fucking beer festival with the old man tomorrow. Oh, I am a happy bloke. Stop being a suck. Our lives are fucking great. If it's not great, do better. Make it. Friday! <laughs> There's a bloke about to get stuck into his right work. Right into his work, mm. which is what we love to see. Bit of motivation for us about to get stuck into our work. He would have already got stuck into his work, but this comes out Thursday, so go and get stuck into your work this Friday. Good energy. Great energy. More energy. More energy. <laughs> More footwork. <laughs> nice. Gentlemen, how the fuck are you? Good mate. And Quinn, how you going, mate? I'm all right. Boys, have I got a fucking yarn for you back in the day. Used to fucking strut around me local thinking I was fucking King Dick. Bit of a fucking smart ass, you know. Anyway, down there having a bit of a session one Saturday night and this big meat-headed fucking cunt from out of town rolls in with all his fucking mates and just being fucking pissed all night, you know. Anyway, he's going around everyone all fucking, hey, you got a smoke, you got a fucking light. Just trying to bludge off every cunt, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he come round to me, being a little bit of a smart ass I was, and half full of fucking piss and fucking... Hey, mate, you got a light? And I said, no, nah, mate, I haven't. Then, oh, actually, I've got a fucking match. He said, yeah, you have? I said, yeah. Yeah, I've got a perfect fucking match, mate. He said, oh, beauty. I said, yeah, my ass and your face, mate. Now, fuck off. <laughs> anyway, next thing I remember, boys, I woke up in fucking hospital with a broken nose and fractured cheekbone, but uh, fuck that cunt. Anyway, I suppose the point is, uh, don't be a fucking smart ass, eh? Yeah. Alright, boys. Catch up. <laughs> that's unreal. The broken nose, you can deal with it, it hurts, but the broken cheek, that's dramas. Yeah, the worst part about it is like it's all meant to, you know, you get in a scruffle, harmless scruffle at the pub, mm. many have done it, and you wake up with a bit of a sore cheek, but it's when you break something and then it's like four weeks recovery from that one night, that's when it's really like. Because the broken nose is straight up two black eyes. Mm. And trouble breathing. Trouble breathing, and you're fucking swollen. Cheek. Every single cunt that bumps into you, what happened to you? Yeah. Boy, got, you got hit. Got folded at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I think it was worth it, though, with hitting him with that. Definitely. You know when those blokes just steam into a... Uh, you can just point them it. out from, and you know they're going to be trouble. Yeah, yeah. You can see them coming, eh? Yeah. From a mile away. Like, here we go. Might be time to sneak it, It's worse when they can blow as well. Yeah, well, that's not ideal. Smart-ass well, anger blue. Well, normally the real lippy ones full of confidence aren't useless. No, because that's they, right. You know, because they fucking obviously think that they can handle themselves and have probably knocked the old pleb out at a few pubs. Yeah. Don't be a fuckwit, pretty much. Yeah. Great yarn, though. Great yarn. I don't know why Grover popped up then in my head. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> Owen six. <laughs> oh, Owen. <laughs> Heavy off that. <laughs> 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 G'day legends Bit of a fucking series of events here But I thought instead of me sucking about I'll let you cunts have a laugh Nice So in the last few weeks I've written me ute off By hitting central Queensland's Biggest fucking kangaroo oh. Square in the middle And then Fucking few days after that My dogs ran away And only one come back Which is awesome and then the other day, my missus ran over the cat, which I thought, fucking yee the cat's dead. How good's this? 
But then the fucker came back. Oh, no. And I had this cat to catch rats and mice and snakes in the shed. But now I can't even do that, so we've got a disabled cat. Oh. oh. And then just now I just come back from town and I just watched my dog lay a big fucking steamer in the tray of the ute. Oh. (laughs) (sighs) I hope he's fucking good. Oh, actually, then I forgot. Last night I come out of the shower and we were letting fucking the young fella air his nap bag out after a big day in the nappy. And the little shit done a fucking turd behind the door of the bedroom and I've walked in and just smeared it through the carpet under the door like peanut butter across a fresh piece of toast. Oh, no. So I hope you cunts get a good laugh out of this and fucking stay out of yourselves. Oh, mate, see... That's one of those days, isn't it? Like that series of events where you just think, fuck this. I'd take the dog shitting in the tray over a disabled cat any day. Yeah, I just, that'd be spewing, wouldn't it? Like he said, you take the positives with the negatives. Positive of a cat. It, uh, it well, Sounds like a shit week all around. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But, but hey. At least mate, he's gone, oh, I need someone to get some entertainment out of this, which mm, I did. That's right. Yeah, me too. And, mate, we all have those sort of weeks when nothing's going right. And, mate, it'll turn around, bros. Keep plugging away, champion. It'll turn around. But, yeah, disabled cat's a no from me. Mm. Moving on. Yeah, probably a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Boys! Long-time listener from my old lonely WA over here. Started a job last year I fucking hated for about three months, and I listened to every single episode you've put out, so love what you're doing. Have I got two carry-ons for you? Fuck me. Been doing up my backyard and I don't have much of a shed on me, so I have to borrow a few things and I had to move a fair bit of dirt. So I asked my friend, do you have a wheelbarrow? And he sends me around to his old boy's joint. So I go on around there and his old boy takes me around the back and into his shed and he's like, oh, here she is. Got it for me 50th birthday, so don't fucking scratch it. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's a wheelbarrow. It's and he's like, lay a bloody sheet down before you put anything in it. Hey. And I'm just staring at him like ta- thinking he's taking the piss. But then he starts thinking he's not even going to let me use it. And I'm just like, well, fuck me if I'm carrying shovels out of the backyard. But that's for another time. Anyway, other than that, went to the pub the other night. Walked in. The only beers they had on tap was some fucking Iron Jack shit. I don't know. Bloke pours me a pint of that first sip. Said, This tastes like fucking having sex in a canoe. And he said, Sex in a canoe? What do you mean? No, I said, It's fucking close to water. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, mate. Gets pumped. Um, but wheelbarrow. yeah, that, that wheelbarrow, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> if you, like, if you went to borrow one and someone said that, you'd literally be like, Yeah. I'll just go buy my own. Yeah. I hate borrowing shit. Yeah. Me too, but I mean, put yourself in that situation and you're just like, you had to move something quickly and let's say your neighbour, you're real good mates with them and they had the the neighbour had the wheelbarrow and you're like, hey, bruss, fucking, can I just use that for a sec? Don't scratch it, mate. You'd sort of go, you're fucking. You always jinx someone when you go, don't do something. Yeah. With that. The Carl Barron does a good joke about that. Mm. When when his mum goes, um, go to the, Go to the shop and get this, this, and this, and don't for, um, don't forget the bread or something. So he's like bread, 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 bread. bread, bread, bread. Yeah. Forgets everything else. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same as that. I eh? don't do this. Oh, thanks, cunt. Now I'm going to be thinking about that the whole time. 
Yeah. Oh, good couple of carry-ons there, mate. Well, if it isn't the three fucking stooges, yeah. Matty here from Father French Kissing Country, I've got a yarn uh, for you blokes. It happened to me when I was a young fella going to uh, TAFE. We had to do a first aid course. Anyway, they uh, had to do the CPR with the dummies and whatnot, and uh, they sent us, sent us into another room, uh, the room where the tables, they swivel. They do the technical drawings and whatnot. Anyway, um, it was my turn to do the CPR, and I made out with a dummy and finished what I needed to do. And instead of getting up like a normal cunt and just standing up, I decided to turn around on my knees, put my hands on the table. Little did I know that the cunt was unlatched. All my body weight pushed the fucking table, flipped it up, hit me smack bang in the nose, oh. broke my fucking nose in the first aid course, mind you. <laughs> Every cunt in the class was pissing themselves laughing. My blood was fucking pissing out everywhere. Oh, I'll tell you what, I felt like the most dumbest cunt ever. Oh. <laughs> True fucking story that was. Anyway, I'd like to know if anyone else done some fucking dumb shit to hurt themselves like that. Anyway, stay right out of yourselves, boys. Surely. Fucking that's funny, eh? Right? Surely that's a fail in so, a first aid Well, a, he's a provided course. them a practical to do. Yeah. Pra- yeah, I know, but you know? surely if you're hurting yourself in a first aid, they probably don't want you working on someone else. Oi, got a great one off the back of that. Cam and I, when we started oh, our apprenticeship yeah. together, right, we, uh, we went into the big inductions. Like, this is six, seven weeks. You're all getting to know each other now. You're talking fitter apprentices, plumbing apprentices, Electrical apprentices, bindi parks and park, yeah, the bindi pullers. So the parks and gardens mob. There's only two of them, and there was a big, tall, lanky fucker. Now we're in doing the um, the courses in the aircon. Now this bloke's job is to work outside in yeah. the heat in the Luckily. gardens and that, right? We went outside for probably two hours, and come back in for about ten minutes, and he's hit the deck. Bought gone, gone skis, gone, passed out. So he nicknamed him Death via aircon because he did it. Two or three times, I think, over the seven weeks. Yeah, and we were sort of thinking, maybe bindi pulling isn't the job for you, bruh. Unless aircon wasn't his thing. But, yeah, this bike was fucking not built of the right stuff, if you know what I'm talking about, to be pulling bindies. No. Death via aircon. Yeah, death I wonder how he's travelling. Yeah, I don't know. Bit chilly. Maybe on right. Hopefully above ground. Yeah, that's right. But, no, I think he was still there a couple of years later. Might have sorted it out. But it just reminded me of that. And, like, a lot of the first aid courses, you know how the old, the ring barking? Like, with the with the rings? Yeah. yeah how it fucking snatches your finger. A few people just, pass out of that, Yeah, aren't? like, because they often say, oh, if you're a bit squeamish, look away. And I'm thinking, why do they say that? I sort of said to him once, what? It's just a thing. And he goes, mate, the amount of people that fucking pass out when they see this sort of shit's insane. And I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> But yeah, that that'd be an entertaining one, bruss. Fucking breaking your nose. <laughs> I'm alright when you see fuck stuff like that on the TV. Mm. But, but when you see like, I remember my cousin opened the whole back of his heel up, and you could just see the bone, and it's just flapping in the wind. In person's a bit different. Yeah, you just start getting a bit uneasy in the gut. Mm. I don't. Yeah, it wouldn't make a good fucking doctor. I split me fucking eye open once shooting ruse had me eye too close to the scope when I was younger. Yep. And we were shooting pig, uh, ruse to chuck in a pig trap. And it was early early on in the piece and I hit my eye and split it. And Dad's like, oh, you fucking idiot. Chuck it here. And anyway, I just held a tissue in my eye. And I was feeling all right. It was a decent split. Just had it held there till we finished shooting ruse and loading the pig trap up because we weren't going home for that or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't life-threatening. And anyway, um, the bike we were with, 
had his daughter with us and I pulled the tissue off and she spewed, like looked at it and spewed. And then I thought, fuck, like what? Am I all right? And then started going like pale in the face and fucking crooking the guts. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but yeah. No, I'm sure there's been – actually, that's probably a good topic. Ring up if you've got any yarns from experience of seeing fuckers passing out in the first aid rooms because there'd be a heap of stories from it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> fucking nice. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. And to be honest with you, do you know how sometimes you think some of those courses are probably, um, you know, a waste of time sometimes and shit like that? I've got to say I'd be pretty confident performing CPR on someone because of the amount of courses like that that I've been put through. Through work and shit. Yeah. So I reckon it's a good idea even just for that, you know. Oh, definitely. To know, like, if someone passes out, like, if you cark it here, man, I'd happily enough be, can do CPR. Make out with me. Yeah, I'd fucking smash it into you, pretend I'm in New South Wales and you're my dad. I'd wake up with a shirt full of broken ribs. <laughs> Get hold of him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I just mean it is good, like, that they put you through that shit because you never know. What situation you're going to be in when you might have to fucking do Like that. we said, we've all got young kids around the pool and stuff like that. Well, where mate, it can help out and recommend right. it to everyone. Well, mate, when, when we were out there before this all started, um, they were doing the the rescue team. Do you know the yeah. – uh, what do they call it? Um, oh, oh, fucking hell. Been out of the game too long. ERT. <laughs> ERT, Emergency baby. response team. So I was putting my hand up for that at the end there because I'm like, this is when we were living out on the farm at Merrionvale. And I'm like, man, even just some of this shit, how to deal with snake bites, how to deal with this and that, recovery situations, I'm like, this would help me fucking big time if something ever happened out on a, a property like that, eh? I remember one, um, I think it was that underground induction, never went underground, by the way, um, but they had the body, whatever you call it, the mannequin, yeah. in, in the toilet block and they had like um, fake throw up all around. Oh. So you're gagging. Trying to resuscitate, but it's make making it into a real life situation because oh mate, could have been throwing up, choking, or imagine like an OD or yeah, or someone's drank too much alcohol or something like that. Oh, I so scams. you're trying to get bring him back, go to handle his mouth, and he's got all like throw up coming out. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, it'd be a hard job, eh? But yeah, oh, Clint, there you go, thanks, mate. Did we go off topic? I think. We Boy, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was on topic. Boys. How the fuck are ya? Good, Good mate. Biggins from Brizzy here. Right, got a fucking proper true yarn for ya. Right, me and the boys go out. One night, Mrs. Cunts picks me up. Pretty late. Go back to her ma's house. I fell asleep. No jocks, nothing. Fucking naked. And uh, apparently I wake up and start walking around, but I'm not awake. I'm fucking sleepwalking. Oh. Guess where I fucking walk into? Her fucking Mars room. Straight away, first thing, try fucking start making the bed on my sleep. She wakes up, says, Oi, Biggins. Oi, Biggins. Don't wake up. She said, You gotta go to bed, mate. I turn around, go to bed. And then 20 minutes later, same thing. Hop out of bed, straight back to her room. I'm in the fucking undie drawer now. Fucking oh. trying on a knickers, whatnot. Da da da. Fucking, she says, all right, turns me around, leads me to the bedroom. Go into bed, wake up in the morning, first thing I fucking hear, Oi, you got your pants on yet? <laughs> right, that was probably true, man. <laughs> all right, on you boys, love yous. Oh, that's fucking unreal. Oh, that's... You couldn't make that up, nah. eh? Just like, just that And is... you wouldn't admit to it if it didn't happen. 
No, but it's one. Of, that's one of those things. If you've got good in-laws, like that's just fucking obviously not ideal. But once she knows you're asleep and that, surely that'd be a funny one forever. Do you know how it's like one of those ones where we're saying you can't live it down? Something you've done, you never live yeah, down. Yeah. That's something between her and him moving forward. It's like, oh, mate, you staying or not? You keep your fucking pants, pants on. on. Yeah. Lock you in Yeah, that, that's right. That was awesome. Cheers, bro. Thomas. Daddy. Oh, Quinn. <laughs> G'day, boys. G'day. Conrad Sewell with the biggest tool to make all the boys drool. <laughs> First time caller, long time listener. Just here to give a little bit of a carry on. Off the back of the 179 trendsetter talk back, Thomas was talking about a guy in the gym with his shirt off. You know, you know, you want to know what else boils my piss at the gym? What's that? Cunts that wear fucking jeans. Oh. oh. Do not get me started. <laughs> Makes my knickers in a twist. I oh, fucking hell. They can't be comfortable. And how are you doing all these other movements and exercises and shit in fucking jeans, mate? Oh. You were chafing. Oh, I can see your ass sweat from the fucking other side of the gym. Just please stop wearing jeans. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, thank you, boys. Stay in, out, in, back inside of Quinton's asshole, and out again. Copy that. Bye, boys. Hey. Who's um, someone that pops to your mind when you say jeans in a gym that would have done it? Uh, I can see um, Nate Diaz. Yeah, yeah, probably. 100%. Probably would. Yeah. In Stockton, rolling into a gym back in the day just wearing Come jeans. Come motherfuckers. Yeah, Whacker, yeah. Proper. Yeah. No, I do, it is funny though, eh? That's the sort of thing you go, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I've got to say, I don't see it very often, you know? I don't think I have. Not is that it, I've been the biggest gym connoisseur in my life. The last sort of month I have, I have enjoyed, because I'm a fan of people watching, as we all know. I'm a big fan. And that's something the gym is good for. Mm. You know, you just start, mm. just get into your work. You don't just have your eye glues on, glued on things, but. Yeah, don't stare into the soul. There's a fair bit to look at at the gym. How funny is just figured. fucking turbos there, man? Oh, oh bro. And we, I reckon we've got a nothing too crazy in this town, gym wise. Nah, Everyone's nah. pretty normal. Yeah, they're pretty normal. Like it's. But it's you only can been, imagine. Imagine if you went on a vlog in gyms. Oh, it's it's only been that fucking. It's only been Clark Kent that I've run into that it's worth yarning about. That's what I mean. I'm not just going to mm. come here and spin yarns about going to the gym, but... No. Yeah, but yeah, it's, there is some fucking weapons. And like you said, a couple of those different places, there would be some fucking weapons, eh? Maybe that's a couple of yarns for us. Who? What's the craziest? <clears throat> yeah, let us know the biggest carrion you've bumped into at the gym. Yeah. That'd be a pretty funny one. Because there is people who do like content on that, walk in there all dressed up weird and... Oh, I love that bloke that dresses up as the janitor. Yes. That yes. fires me up, and they're like all these massive like um, yeah. bodybuilders can't even really lift it. The way yeah, so th- yeah, off the back of what Cam said. What's his name? We should chat him. I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll, I think he's bigger than us anyway. Yeah, write <laughs> it down, and we'll come back to it. But there's this yeah. dude who dresses as the janitor in like loose clothing, and he's a powerlifter, like a bodybuilder, real fit cunt. And he dresses as the janitor, and he's mopping the floor, and big, big, solid cunts are doing deadlifts and shit. And fucking, he goes, oh, sorry, can I clean under here? And they're like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And he just picks the weight up 
like an easy deadlift, walks 10 metres, puts it down so he can mop and then does the same thing and puts it back and, and then goes off. deadlift, yes, yes, deadlift. Yeah, and, he and does these, like four reps with it and then flat out doing one. Yeah, these fuckers are just looking at him going, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I love how good. like the friend walks up and tries to like do it and they can't even like get it up. Well, I love one, he picks it up with one hand yeah. and mops, mops underneath it with the other and puts it back down and this big hero is just fucking, <laughs> just finished busting his ring with it. <laughs> Yeah, that is good. We'll have to um, we'll have to find his name and give him a bit of a shout out on the next one because yeah, that oh, is. Oh yeah, you got to check it out. It's good content. Oh, I found myself. That was one of those ones. Yeah, you find yourself twenty minutes later just still watching. watching yep. Yeah, no, it is good. Boys, hey. how are we? Good, good mate. Salty sailor here. Anyways, fucking, I got a bit of a joke for you boys. Mm-hmm. Have a listen. A young bloke went into the chemist to buy condoms. The pharmacist said condoms come in packs of three. Nine or twelve, and asked which one the young bloke wanted. Well, he said, "I've been seeing this girl for a while now, and she's really hot. I want the condoms because I think tonight's the night. We're having dinner with her parents, and going out after that. I've got a feeling I'm going to get lucky, and once she's had me, she'll all want me all the time. So you better give me the twelve pack." The young man makes his purchase and leaves. Later that night, she sits down at dinner with the parents and the girlfriend. He asks if he might give blessing, and they agree. He begins to pray and continues praying for several minutes. The girl leans over and says, You never told me you were such a religious person. He leans back over and says, You never told me your father worked the pharmacy. Fucking get that up, you boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Spilly. <laughs> You're just picturing yourself in that situation, are you? You'd need to oh. end it, wouldn't you? Oh, it wouldn't be worth it. That's a, that's a, that is. You'd a, have to respect the safe sex. That's true. He brings a good point. Like fuck. If that's my daughter, and how old are they? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Depending on how old they are, but you no, imagine, that'd be a good factor as well. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. the age. You're right with the age thing. If it is that time, you're like, oh well, at least you safe sex. But if it's like early on, you'd be thinking, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> when he rocks up. Turn around. You know what I would have said? I'm glad you brought the 12-pack, mate, because by the time I'm done with you. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be gaped up. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully you've got a few sons that can get involved as well. (laughs) There'll be no noisy farts coming from you this evening. (laughs) Like a wind draft going out of a tunnel. Can you pass the mashed potatoes? Oh, no, I'm already mashed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On fire. Kenny, Kenny. Fucking Quinnen. How are you blokes doing? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I could be better, though, actually. So, uh, I, bit of context. I work at a transport and logistics company. Mm. And uh, I'd essentially just roll around the joint in trucks, forklifts and stuff. Anyway, we've had a bit of a quiet day today, so I thought, fuck it, I'll detail some of the trucks, give them a clean-out for the drivers and shit, and holy fuck, I am never fucking doing this again. I have found fucking three-week-old iced coffee cartons in the fucking back of the fucking truck. I fucking found a half-empty Coke can strewn across the fucking floor of this fucking truck. Oh... And the worst part is, we've got this old fella that works here with us, 
He's got fucking porno magazines where the fucking pages are stuck together. What the fuck is going on with this fucking generation of truckies? <laughs> Holy shit, cunt. I'm surprised I haven't found any high-definition piss jugs in this fucking thing yet. Fuck me. <laughs> anyway, boys. Stay out of yourselves. All right. Couldn't imagine that it'd be a very good job in any truck. That'd be a rough job. Especially if the boys are living in there, eh? Like, if they're doing a big mission over fucking, let's say, four or five days, stops in between and shit, and they're not someone who throws their rubbish out the window... There'd be a bit of built-up shit, wouldn't there? I like that bloke um, come pick the boat up on the weekend I sold. Um, I said, where did you come from the last couple of days, bro? Go to Melbourne, straight to pretty much Rocky, like like hardly any stops. Mm. Stayed at Rocky, had to pick something up there, come to me, and then straight back to, um, I had to drop the boat off at New South Wales and then straight back to Melbourne. Mm. I'm like, you're, if you're pulling into a survey, you're just fucking... Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you might get out and stretch your legs or something, eh? Go to the truck stop. So, like, I know why they have those set up now. Like, where they can go, like, have at the servo. Have a shower. Have a fucking proper meal. Like, oh, mate, the other day um, when I was getting fuel, man, stopped in, was, um, you know, got the keys for, to have a shower and everything and ordered himself some steak and eggs and a dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the go. Like, that'd yeah, be a stop enough. in just to recoup instead of a dirty old fucking hot box feed yeah, or something. Definitely. Mm. The old but, ice breaks, what they love them, mate. You, do you guys get into them, dude? I, if if I wasn't say fucking the milk thing, yeah, I'm not a milk, big milk. No, nah, I'm not a big milk person either. I think I've talked myself into being lactose intolerant. I think a lot of people cop a bit of you know, bit of bowel movement when you get into a bit of milk. Yeah, but um, I do like the the taste of them, man. If I'm in the right situation, I just don't ever think about buying one. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm not really a big fan. Oh, Major, he loved him. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Shit out of the icebreak king. Yeah, the icebreak king, fucking Major. He did get stuck into him, eh? Icebreak and darts just fucking kept him fueled. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Major, love you, mate. <clears throat> right, eh? G'day, legends. It's Johnny, the man from Mudgee, with a swollen budgie. <laughs> I've got a poem for you, fellas, about a bit of oh yeah. <laughs> And it goes exactly like this. Well, I wasn't going to go out because me luck was looking down. I knew I'd end up shit-faced and that Johnny'd be the clown. So the boys bought round a carton and we had a few at home. Then the taxi got the call and it was go or drink alone. We started with some skooies. Then I was balls deep in a shout. The key was in the padlock and I let the wild man out. <laughs> we boogied on the dance floor and tried to pull a ten. The place was hopping, bopping, popping with uncoordinated men. <laughs> and then she put it on me and tried to hump me leg and I wrapped my arm around her just like an untapped keg. The rest of the night was fuzzy, just like her legs and chest. I didn't get her number as I thought that it was best. I had to burn the bedding, her knickers in her bra. She was the biggest dragon that I had slayed thus far. <laughs> and so the story goes again. Another weekend done. I'll tell the boys at training that I put it in her bum. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the running. Now that's an original. That's an original. How good. How good's a bit of fucking Australian bush poetry, mate? I love it. 
<laughs> it's fucking great. Some people are creative, eh? Sure are. Mm. Yeah, I reckon that's in the running for me. Yeah. Shout so out far? To, shout out to Slaying Dragons. <laughs> Getting the job done. Yeah. That's right. right Hello, cunts. How's it going? Good, mate. Aye, good as well. Thank you. I've got something that will shit you right up. See you when you're buying a box of your vinyl or latex gloves. You've got 50, 100, even 500 in a box sometimes. But yet, fucking 500 gloves, and they're all fucking lefts. Jesus, must be some queer-looking cunts in China that make them. <laughs> anyway, got to get back to the haggis hunting. Oh, there's one. <laughs> fucking missed them. Ah, well, anyway, next time. Unreal. With those um, oh. latex ones, you can really get away with throwing the right hand on, but. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's the point of his job. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 500, fa- 500 left. Is it the fact that they just either way? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry. Right. I did the worst impression of his accent too when I was like, hey, mate. Oh, my God, that was terrible. <laughs> Where? What accent do you reckon that was? Scottish. That's Scottish because he talked about ha- hunting ha- haggis. haggis. Yeah, yeah that was the Scotsman. How the fuck true, do they get true. around haggis? That's, that always gets oh, me. Oh, mate. Dude. The, the whole awful thing. What, what's the haggis against the nuts? Sheep stomach. Sheep stomach, yeah. <clears throat> and that's what they used to make the bagpipes out of, wasn't it? I do believe so, yeah. Haggis. Oh, man. Sheep's pluck. Savory pudding containing sheep's pluck. So heart, heart liver, liver, and lungs mixed with onion, minced with onion, oatmeal, suet, spices. Unbelievable. Not for me. Nah. But I suppose coming from back in the day where you have to make everything work, right? Like if you're slaughtering an animal, you eat fucking everything. Well, what I'm finding out more and more is it's always a delicacy um, to go eat the liver of the animal and the and the heart and then some of the organs because I reckon that was their like multivitamin back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like um Abra- the indigenous Aboriginals or whatever, um draw a picture of the turtle or thing it was or the dugon, and they're like that was the delicacy. Mm. Eating their liver and heart. Yeah, but you're right though, because a lot of the things you can get now are literally just dried out like liver and that tablets that yeah, you can I, eat. I, right? I I pop them all the time. They're fucking great. <coughs> yep. So yeah, you probably. I feel right. like my energy since I've started doing that. Once I had the Weezer, mm. and I just couldn't get my energy back, and I went and ordered those um, heart and organ tablets. I think it's ancestral nutrition or something like that. And oh, my energy's great. Yeah, right. Mm. Might need to bring some to fucking Sydney, man. Probably a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably a question for Cam. Have you ever had foie gras? No, no. What Apparently, it's like one of the best things ever. But it's like duck liver, and they. Force feed ducks. That's when they force feed the ducks like fuckloads of seeds and shit to make it really fatty and delicate. And then, oh right, yeah, yeah, it's a big French <coughs> thing. I, I still can't get around eating liver. Like, just no. apparently, it's like one of the the things like biggest French. Oh, this gastron- is it here. Yeah, biggest French gastronomy. Like, so is that where it goes? wise? is it banned in Australia? Yeah, yeah. The practice of like feeding the duck. And harvesting the liver is banned in Australia. Yeah. Also, it's already got seeds in it. Once you well, it's pretty much duck rape. Yeah. Of the throat. Bit of duck, duck torture, yeah. Definitely. Bit of duck Sorry. rape. Mm. Duck torture. I mean, have you look at it. Mm. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, cruelty entailed in creating the delicacy. But apparently, can you, can you type in ancestral nutrition? I reckon people should get around this if you don't eat it. There you go, primal energy, beef Prim- primal multi. Yep, that's it. Yeah, there. right. Eh? So that's what it's got all in it. Eh? This is not an ad, by the way. No, just happening. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Might have to have a look into that Cambodian. I reckon, I reckon it's good for me personally, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Well, if you don't feel like eating organs, then that's your next step, isn't it? Yeah. And it was good when you were doing the um, carnivore diet as well. Obviously, you're not going to eat the liver, but. Mm. Cool. Good stuff. Fuck lambs. Probably. Trevor, Colin, Jeff. How are you boys? <laughs> good, Steve. I'm having a bit of drama with the missus. She came on from work yesterday. She said, can you explain why I found a pair of women's underwear in your coat pocket? I said, yes. I said, it's because you're a nosy cunt. <laughs> now, my father was addicted to the hokey cokey, but he turned himself around. <laughs> it's, uh, it's my wife's birthday next week. She says she wants something long and hard. So I'm going to give her an engineering math problem. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? Ah, fuck! Oh, uh, my phone. Fuck sakes. Fuck, what was I saying? <laughs> Yo, Quinn! Yo. You best destroy this. Moose fucker. I will. Yeah. <clears throat> what was his name? I don't know. Well, now, well of, you're fucking in the running. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was fucking good. Do you know one clip that has just been going off from every cunt online? Do you know the old remote bloke? Yeah. How he hit us with all the one-liners? Gary Delaney, like, I think he got all his jokes from that Gary Delaney. Mm. Yeah. So many cunts are like, fucking plagiarism. Like, <laughs> Gary Delaney jokes, fucking give him credit. And I'm thinking, how the fuck am I supposed to know that it was Gary Delaney or I've never heard Gary Delaney before? Mm. You know, but I suppose if you are literally just repeating jokes off a bloke's set, just be like, oh, we heard some rippers from old Gary Delaney. You know, yeah, it yeah. saves us getting just fucking minced. Yeah. That's yeah, a good point. Because you don't know someone's done something until you fucking heard it, have you? No. Yeah, that's what it, it makes. It's like most jokes. No one's, besides some comedian, writing the jokes. Yeah. These days, like the chicken across the road. Yeah, yeah. You get to the other side. Who come up with that? Yeah, that's right. Like, it's just one of those You're not going to quote him. Oh, like, just before I tell this joke. I think that one, because it was literally like, that's his thing. And, those he, one and he went one after the one other. One after the that, other. Yeah, so and I we've think... got in trouble for that ourselves. Before, because yeah. we accidentally didn't quote at the start. That's right. So it's one of those things. If you've heard a fucking ripper joke that's literally off a fucking famous comedian, just say, boys, got a ripper I heard off old mate, and then hit it. Just that way you give them credit. Because I suppose they do deserve the credit. But for us, we haven't heard every joke in the fucking world. We also haven't watched every comedian stand up set ever. Yeah, so just a, just a little one I thought I'd bring up. Because you see it every now and again. You're like, fucking, he's up turbos. Yeah. Yes. Good work, mate. I was fucking definitely in the run on that one. Boys! <laughs> <laughs> so, on the uh, yarn about talking about fucking... Fuck! One day I'll learn to record in one fucking take. You guys have no idea when there's so much pressure how hard it is to get a good fucking yarn to you Fucking good guys. And I just want to fucking get on there. <laughs> fucking tell a story. <laughs> Fuck. It always brings the best intro. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, I don't think he sent me a follow-up. 
Oh, fuck his follow-up. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's just great. He's always got a great injury. How's that oh, start? Boys. Like that one, it was just, he was even keeping going even more than... <laughs> nice. Nuts to guts. What? What is going on? <laughs> Little cock lock. Back again. There you go. Good, mate. Good. Shout out to the fella at Luke Combs on Sunday night. Sitting up with the nose bleeds with me. That fucking tapped me on the shoulder and was like, hey, bus, where'd you get your hat? When'd you get it? Which drop? And uh, shout out to you, mate. Hope you had a good night. Anyway, I got one for you, boys. What did your parents tell you to do sarcastically as a kid that you took serious? Like fucking, oh, fuck off, mate. Go play on the road or go <laughs> climb a tree or fucking something like that. Me and fucking couple mates, school holidays, when we would have been not much over six or seven, one of me best mates, old man, told us, oh, go fucking light a fire or something. Fuck off. So he had oh. fucking big old pile of sticks out in the paddock. <laughs> We've gone and lit it on fire because we thought he was taking, thought he was being serious. And next thing you know, fucking CFA's rolling in and fucking all the bullshit and fucking police are up and he's come off for his snooze on the couch. So what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> so he told us to go light a fire. So we fucking did. Oh. Anyway, shout out to you, boys. Have a good one. Little cock. Cheers, mate. Mine was just like um, believing my parents, which I found out on this show is not illegal, is um, <laughs> the interior light yeah. in the car while you're driving. That's yeah. one of my favourite moments. So, I yeah. actually I actually hit um, a young fellow with that the other day. It wasn't the interior light, but he had we were going to the Father's Day thing and you had to bring a light each to do the spotlight and go on and find stuff because it was like 6.30 at night. Coming back home, he was shitting me because he kept turning it off and on, off and on in there, shining it around. I said, Harrison, turn it off, mate, or the policeman's going to pull us over and put Dad in jail. Not allowed lights in the car at night. I was like, get that in you. Yeah, <laughs> Ever yeah. been to India? Light went off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Remember the laser game? Every, every weirdo be trying to bring down a plane. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some of those fuckers are high-powered, eh? Yeah. Like, you can sit there across from, like, a, a building and there'll be a, a fucking huge dot on the wall like a car. Are they illegal now? or? I think certain. I haven't seen them for years. Because they used to be sold at Toy World and stuff, weren't they? Yeah. That was before social media. Every cunt just had lasers. Yeah. <laughs> Cap guns. In Australia, the use of laser pointers and LED torches is governed by the Radiation Safety Act 99. Under this act, it is legal to possess, sell, supply, or use a laser pointer or LED torch with the power. It is illegal. Yeah, with a power greater than one milliwatt okay. without a permit. So it's a certain amperage. Yeah. So Why would you just... need a permit for a laser? To have those fucking huge ones. Probably for certain shows and shit. Like, you know, the, like probably festivals or oh, fucking... Oh, I get you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like light shows and that. Mm, they the probably biz- have them. The but it's just for the like, cra- obviously, red dot laser on a, on a rifle or something like that. It's probably just the crackheads, man, that fucking get them to just fuck with other crackheads yeah, that they don't like want to... burn people's retinas. Oh, here's a fucking news story for you. Mm. Mm. They reckon they um, might have pinpointed where that... Um, Plane went down a decade ago off off of Perth. MH370. Yeah, 370, really? yeah. How'd they fucking figure that out? Um, there's like some radiation line. The radiation will spark this for me. They must have like tracked it to that point, then it went dead. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, right. I reckon it's it, they've got it down to, well, I don't know if it's like 150k radius or something like that. Would the. Would it sink like would that be a thing where they'd even try and look to try and find it under the sea? 
Yeah, I reckon. You're right, Cam. This is two, three days ago. Yeah. Years-long service for Malaysia Airlines flight MH370 may be dawning to an end, drawing to an end, sorry, following groundbreaking research reports. So there you go. Nearly decade-long search by the Malaysian government, private companies, the plane and its 239 passengers were never found. How crazy is that? that oh, dude. Dude. That's uh, frightening, isn't it? <coughs> 239 <coughs> people. Gone. How do you lose a plane? Yeah. You, uh, a commercial if, one. If you're a family member of those people, you'd forever just be just... Oh. What the fuck, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, hopefully they do fucking somehow find the wreckage just to put everyone at peace a bit. And find out what the heck happened, how it happened. Yeah. Because mm. it wasn't the black box not on there or something. Well, I never fucking... Never located it. To, it. Or, or, to get it. Yeah. I think that's the whole point of a black box is that... If it goes down, that thing survives and they can use that to find out what happened. You've got to find the cunt. MH370 reveals the black box battery expired a year before the flight. Dodgy. Dodgy. Conspiracy Mm. theorists, let's go. Conspiracy with daddy. Mm. That's according to... Do you think that would be um, a check, wouldn't it be? Like in a pre-start? I actually saw a thing the other day on the old TikTok where they were saying, are aeroplanes safe or whatever? And they were showing you the turbine of one, <coughs> excuse me, and the blades on it, and the tiniest, like the tiniest little thing you could barely see, said this rode it off, and it will not fly again until it's replaced. Nice, yeah. So it must have to be proper. Like, put it this way: you wouldn't have me and you in our apprentice days working on them. No. You know the people that we working on them. Surely they're like every imperfection. You just cannot risk it. It's not a car on the road. Yeah, that's right. Let's stop talking about this because we're flying in two days. Mm. Yeah. And I don't, I, I'd rather sleep for the next two Black days. Black box has never been recovered. Um, send us your sarcastic parent things. That They're funny. Yeah, they are funny. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Fucking oath. If you got some of them, that was a good Let one. all the flies in. <laughs> yeah, Carl Barron. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was from Carl Barron, not Quinn, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> we're getting the point here. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Dad, stop kissing me. I've got it on record. <laughs> Boys, what's happening? Oi. Hey, it's shit. Dad kisses Steve-O here. Hey, uh, got a little carry-on for you. Do you boys remember the old phantom siren at the footy? Yeah. So the bloke used to go in the crowd, and then right before full-time siren with, I don't know, a minute to go or something, you'd do a big... loud and all the fucking players just stopped playing and started shaking hands <laughs> ref had to say no no it's not over yet yeah it's good shit <coughs> now my carry on's not about that it's about our older brothers right so all of us used to fucking fuck around and give each other shit and my carry on's with my brother who refused to give the phantom siren a go no matter how hard we tried we all try to do the phantom siren and the cunt just wouldn't. Well, he's just like, nah. Surely that's a fucking carry-on. All the boys going, ah! Like mum and dad fucking loved us. What do you reckon, boys? As in, at the game? Yeah. Paul. Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, no. I know what you're saying now. 
Like, were they at the game doing that and he didn't want to do it? Because if it's that, I'm like, probably fair enough. Play on, yeah. But if you're around the backyard having a crack, then fucking up. Rip in. That's like the old Eshay, bro, when you wind down down the window. (laughs) You won't do it. How's Cam just doing it the other day when we were going to boxing? Yeah, (laughs) coming home from boxing, there is this bloke with a bum bag literally off the side of a roundabout asleep (laughs) on the ground with his fucking little cap. Over his face, Cambodian out the window. Ashame, bro! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even think he moved. I'll have to check if he's still there. Mm. We played in um, Brisbane fucking a year or two back. I don't know who I was with. And like a couple of them just like running at the car and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stir them up a bit. Yeah, red shoes for days. Oh, make them real fast. Uh, fucking nice. <clears throat> few more. Right up. G'day guys, it's uh, Big Beef from Newey. Um, so uh, the other day I was uh, going to do some convincing to the wife for a um, to throw the leg over, um, and I remember reading somewhere that um, a good route is equivalent to an 8k run. Now I think that's a bit of a fucking carry on because I don't know anyone that can run 8k's in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back in me. Um, in the old uh, teenage years, I used to be a bit of a selfish lover. Um, used to go to the shop and buy the frangers that had on them ribbed for her pleasure, and I'd just wear them inside out. <laughs> anyway, lads, I'll uh, leave you with a couple of jokes. Why does a walrus enjoy going to a Tupperware party? Because he's always on the lookout for a tight seal. Yeah. And then just to finish it off, What's the difference between being kinky or perverted? If you're kinky, you're tickling your girlfriend with a feather, and if you're perverted, you're using the whole fucking bird. Anyway, stay out of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a great one. Fucking well done, bruss. Thanks, B. Thanks, big beef. Fucking nice. Good on you, mate. 8K run, fucking hell. I think that's been on the show before, but his other stuff was too good. Mm. Good stuff. Tommy, Cam, Quinn, how we doing, boys? Good, mate. Got a bit of a fucking carry-on for you. Mm. Um, just at work, I'm delivering, I'm in the truck, I fucking pull up to a, a shopping centre, delivered to a shop right next to a Coles, and I heard a guy busking, coming fucking through the amp on a guitar. thought, right, I fucking pisses on the other side, I'll go take a piss, and I'll walk back and see what he's got. So, deliver the food, go take a piss, I'm walking back through past the Coles, fuck, he's all right, like, you know, he's not too bad. I thought, fuck, I'll see if I've got any change for him. Fucking pull out the two dollar coins. I had about six bucks in two dollar coins. Thought, fuck, right, go have a chat to him, see what's going on. So, how you doing, mate? How's your day going? Yeah, 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 yeah. All, you, all right, mate. All right. How you doing? Fucking super. Holy, holy fuck. Slow down, mate. Just fucking right. I see your day's going all right. So I dropped six bucks in this thing. I said, but have a good day, mate. He goes, oh, wait, how much did you put in? So six bucks, mate. You go, oh, we, we, you wouldn't have any crap, would you? <laughs> holy fuck. Like, for me, that's fucked. Like, I'm giving you money. Like, oh, boys, I'm fucking fed up. Some people, man, could have taken that fucking six bucks, gone and got myself a fresh fucking drink, but he's going to take that six bucks and contribute it to his other fucking three dollars to a fresh bag of fucking crack. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate. I wanted my six bucks back, but I thought, fucking hell. Oh, boys, I just don't fucking get it. <laughs> Holy fuck. Anyways, stay out of yourselves. Fucking have a good one, boys. Fucking, can I get a hoia? Hoia. So addiction, mate. Addiction. But 
also, you got to remember, mate, you got to take the positive out of any situation. And you've just provided about 100,000 other people that walk past him entertainment for the next three days. Because he's going to be cracked out of his dome, just giving people something to look at. Yeah. Bit of people watching. I always, I, I enjoy when people are busking and that, even if they're shit. Because it's like, <laughs> you just walk past and it's like, fuck, look at this cunt. I was stuck into his work. I was thinking about this when I heard this yarn. When's the last time you saw a busker? Well, see, where we are, there's fucking no one. Actually, mm. at the coffee joint, there was a chick um, doing a bit of singing that must work there oh, at the right. front. Yeah, that's when I come up with that fuck the homeless yarn when the last oh, yeah. busker I see. I've yeah. not seen one in a long time. Well, well you're not I even think... doing anything. You just fucking want money. Well, I think they don't even might... busk anymore. I think we might bump into a few when we're down in Sydney and shit, but like those oh. sort of places where there's heaps of cunts around, like that's where people bust. They're yeah, not gonna, yeah. They're not going to busk on Gladstone Main Street on a fucking Monday when there's two cunts that walk past. Mm. Yeah, the whole, the whole valley would start doing it. Mm. But no, that's that's why I like going to big places for a few days, all that sort of shit. Last time we were in Sydney, our mate was in that um, deadly swag. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he? The Oz Trail fucking deluxe. Oz mate, Trail yeah. deluxe. He fucking was in the deluxe daddy, mate. Full fucking, full pulled out, like, thing Canvas, over him. brand new. Right in the guts mm. of the city. I'm like, this cunt's all over it. Yeah. On a hill, so he was sleeping fucking, oh. Mate. Oh, see, remember the busker that threw all the batteries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said he had cancer and his dog or cat had cancer too or something? Yeah, yeah. And he fucking was replacing the batteries in his fucking... What, what boombox fuck thing. His boombox thing and just hoiked the cunts over the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had a bit on. Yeah, he did have a bit on. We'll have to check if he's still there. We're going to the studio down there again, so we'll go check on him. That's a wild joint. That central station, like, um, mm. where that um, studio is. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I would not want to be hopping on a train at midnight there. Nah, me neither. I do enjoy being around there, though. Remember bumping into that fucking big ice hockey dude oh. <laughs> at the pub for lunch? Holy. <laughs> Don't trust a fat drug dealer. Nah. <laughs> no, that's right. Isn't that that young? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he stunk. Stinky. <laughs> and I think I was giving him, like, a half a hug, too. Like, <laughs> Yeah. All right, one more. What do we reckon? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Boys! It's Taz the Banana Man here. Taz. Tom, Quinn, Cam. Sounds like the special get at your local dog fucking cooker. It's Taz the Banana Man here. <laughs> um, just uh, my, on last names. I heard you talking about last names in the last episode. My last name's Alcock. People like to call me Allcock for some reason. So you can imagine the names we got called at fucking school. All cock, no balls is the front runner by far, followed up by all cock and hands. It's a crowd favourite, especially when we had it on the top of our banana boxes a few years back. It actually made Rove live in the what the section. So that was a pretty fuck. We're famous. We're famous as fuck. <laughs> People always ask me, well, are you all cock? I'm like, well, cunt, I wouldn't be growing fucking bananas if, if I was all cock, eh? Cam would even be subscribed to me. All right, boys, here's a yarn for you. Me and the misso uh, were thinking of having another kid, so um, my missus said to me, well, what boys' names do you like? I couldn't think of any. And she said, well, what podcasters do you like then? I said, oh, had a th- Cam, Cam off Alpha Blake's podcast. She said, done, lock it in. Well, boys, I don't know about my kid's future, but the cunt's going to be able to fight for sure with that fucking full name. Camelcock. <laughs> right, boys. I'm out. Taz Banana Man signing out. Let's fucking get on this truck and go. 
Papa. Camel Cock. Camel Cock. That's fucking awesome. What a name. Camel Cock. He's going to have some go on him too. If he's your namesake. Mm. <laughs> oh, two humps. Mm. Camo the camel had one hump. <laughs> <laughs> Today's winner. Oh, I don't know. Bush, 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 bush. Do you need Camo to... Oh, Camo. It's either between Bush Poet. Yeah. Yep. Or the no-named... Um, Another Scotsman, was it? Yeah, oh, the yeah. Englishman with like the three one. English lines. that was pretty good, the um the the dragon bush poetry. Yeah. I reckon I'll go with the bush poet. Yeah. Nice. That's been a couple of bush poets that have yeah, fucking taken it out yep. so far. Well, it's all about that, you know, you can tell when something's original, can't you? Yeah. Like we just actually finished talking about how people, you know, share jokes and I'm all about it because I do And the I same respect thing. um learning those sentences. Mm. Not just a one liner. Yeah, that's right. I do love a one not liner, and there have been many winners from that too. Oh, for sure. Look, that's what the best thing about it is. Anyone can win with anything. You know, it doesn't have to be a certain thing. It's just whatever fucking the best is. Yeah. Right, oh, well, good stuff, legends. We are currently, as you're listening to this, deep. fucking deep into our work, I'd say. Deep. Deep dodging people that are kissing their dads. Yeah, probably. I've probably been kissed by heaps already. Mm. Mm. I didn't even want it. So. But nah, it'll be good. So if you if you fucking bump into us down there, come have a beer and uh, everyone fucking stay out of each other. Have a ripper weekend. Let's go the Aussies in the fucking UFC. Keen as fuck. Bump into us. Yeah, right. Eh? Stay out of each other. G'day legends, it's Johnny, the man from Mudgee, with a swollen budgie. I've got a poem for you fellas about a bit of, oh yeah, and it goes exactly like this. Well I wasn't gonna go out, cause me luck was looking down. I knew I'd end up shit-faced, and that Johnny'd be the clown. So the boys bought round a carton, and we had a few at home. Then the taxi got the call, and it was go or drink alone. We started with some skooies. Then I was balls deep in a shout. The key was in the padlock and I let the wild man out. <laughs> we boogied on the dance floor and tried to pull a ten. The place was hopping, bopping, popping with uncoordinated men. <laughs> and then she put it on me and tried to hump me leg. And I wrapped my arm around her just like an untapped keg. The rest of the night was fuzzy, just like her legs and chest. I didn't get her number as I thought that it was best. I had to burn the bedding, her knickers and her bra. She was the biggest dragon that I had slayed thus far. (laughs) And so the story goes again. Another weekend done. I'll tell the boys at training that I put it in her bum. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sound of another sale on Shopify in store shopify pos is everything you need to sell in person from payments to inventory shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com retail 23 shopify.com retail 23 planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.